Hello everyone, I'm Charlie and welcome back to Pupil Politics. Today I'm with Matthew and Ryan and we're going to be talking about Trump's second impeachment trial that happened last month. So just to sort of get the ball rolling, um, what is an impeachment and how does it work in terms of the American political system, guys? Uh, well, uh, an impeachment is when a sitting uh, member of government, whether it be a president or whatever, um, has done uh, something that requires them to be removed from office. Uh, and also an impeachment is not just that, especially with a presidential impeachment, um, you are no longer the president. Uh, you no longer are called Mr. President uh, when outside of uh, when, when, when you when you leave the office. Um, you uh, can never hold public office again, which is the most important bit uh, people uh, people think of because um, it means they can never uh, cause harm to the political system again. Uh, and it also uh, denies them much of the uh, uh, secret service uh, protection that presidents when they leave office get. So it's quite a big deal, um, quite an important tool. Moving on to Trump's impeachment specifically, why was this impeachment, especially compared to his first one, so significant? Well, it's um, it's so significant because it's the first time ever that a president has been impeached twice. There's been uh, three impeachments in the past, uh, but this is the first second impeachment of one presidency, which came almost exactly a year after the first one. Um, and uh, he was acquitted in the last one that's why he remained president and this one was also interesting because it's the first impeachment of a uh, former president because by the time the impeachment trial began uh, on the 9th of february he had been out of office uh, he was uh, he was uh, joe biden was sworn in on the 20th of january 2021 yes very interesting and that played a part um in some of the opposition to the impeachment there were some uh, especially Republican senators saying that it would be unconstitutional to try to impeach a president who isn't a sitting president anymore because obviously one of the main uh, consequences of impeachment is being removed from the presidency and if you're not in the presidency anymore then that is kind of nullified I suppose. Yes but Democrats did prove with that argument because that was a very big argument on the Republican side and made by um uh, one of Trump's lawyers, David Schoen, uh, they said it was unconstitutional, but they've proven in the past that impeachments have happened when people have resigned and left office and it's still gone through. Actually, Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers, presided over such an impeachment. So it's it's a sort of a claim that has no uh, holds no um, water. Yeah, a very interesting debate. Um, and so moving on to the impeachment itself and Trump's defense especially, what did they say in their defense? The Democrats have presented a case um, that very simply he was responsible for inciting a riot against the United States which occurred on the 6th of January 2021 and they uh, they said that not only was the trial un unconstitutional but that he didn't, it wasn't his uh, responsibility, they acted, the rioters acted in their own volition, uh, their own volition and um, Trump was not responsible for the riot and if I could just ask Matthew this question, um, in Trump's defense, his lawyers, some of them used a technique that some of the media have referred to as whataboutism, essentially trying to break down what they're accusing Trump of by instead turning the attention around to Democrats and what they've said, sometimes taking things they've said out of context. 
What do you think that sort of says about Trump's actions and whether they can be truly defended? Um, well, um, the actual quote was, I think Rudy Giuliani said to the to the mob to fight like hell. Um, or was it Trump? I think it was Trump. Um, but before the, the, the protest broke out, and that was one of the prosecution's main main points, saying, well, he's literally said to fight. Um, but then in a, as, as defense, they um, played quite a few videos of um, Democrat politicians like um, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, um, using those kind of similar words and saying, well, hang on, you said those words as well. So if you're not guilty, how are we guilty? And it was, I mean, the defense, it was it was a good sort of defense in some ways because it would be very hypocritical to sort of um, criticize Trump when members of your own party have done that. Um, but yeah, um, it was it was it was what they what they said. Yeah. If I may add on to Matthew's point there, it, yeah, Trump said uh, his exact quote was, uh, "You've got to fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you won't have a country anymore." He said that directly before um, they storm the capital but uh, Rudy, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani his lawyer said I want trial by combat uh, and they yes they as you said they did play things of uh, Democrats saying fight and fight like hell and things like that but um, one of the Democrats uh, points uh, in the prosecution was in that one speech that Trump said he said peace once and he said fight 14 times which isn't a very good ratio when your uh, supporters go and smash windows of the capitol building yeah definitely so the trial finally ended in february um and trump was ultimately acquitted because you need a two-thirds majority in the senate and they didn't achieve that because a lot of republicans um voted to acquit him and so what has the response been like both from trump and the media to this trial um well i think it's all it's all kind of sort of stopped very quickly um it seems like I, I think it's mainly because he's not in office anymore, so people are sort of like, well, that 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 didn't work. Like, kind of, oh, well, because, you know, Biden's in office now. Um, so they kind of sort of just have moved on very quickly from it and are just going to focus on the future, I think, which is probably good, to be honest, because I think everyone sort of should get over Trump because he's gone now, hopefully, for good. One of the uh, responses uh, which annoyed me particularly was Senator, Senator, Senator Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, um, who said after the trial that there was no doubt the president practically and morally was responsible for the events that happened on the 6th of January. But despite this, despite that being the exact uh, reason he was impeached, uh, they he still he still voted to acquit um, because he, he used claims about it was unconstitutional to convict president, which has been debunked by uh, various political scientists and historians. So. That was particularly annoying that he's, he, he blatantly said, as soon as the trial was over, that what he voted was not, not, what, not what he believed necessarily, or, or not what he saw as factually correct, and what many other, um, especially Democrats, saw as factually correct. Um, so that, that just, I think, proves the, um, uh, how, how much hold and how much power Trump has over the Republican Party, especially, especially, because people like Mitch McConnell know, even if they disagree with him, even if they think he's guilty, they know that he has a very loyal fan base, so much so that they stormed the Capitol. And he's such a loyal fan base that the only way they're going to get back into power or continue to hold any power 
is by having the support of Donald Trump because what he says to a lot of people in America is is kind of gospel is uh is is to be believed many um rioters said after the fact when they were in, when they were arrested they said that what they did was because of the president and they wouldn't have done it if um Trump had told them not to so it just shows his vice-like grip over the Republican Party, which he still has. I mean, he spoke recently at CPAC um, talking about how he wants to run again and he, he wants to be um, uh, president again. And it's uh, it, it feels, although he, we want him to go away because he didn't get impeached, because he can now run for public office again, it feels like we might not just be rid of him just yet. Yeah, that was a very controversial statement from Mitch McConnell. And as you say, um, a lot of the media have been saying that this is definitely not going to be the end of Trump in terms of his possible future political ambitions. You know, the question of whether the Republicans would actually accept him if he wanted to run for president again is an important issue. And then just drawing on what you were saying as well, Ryan, about um, sort of Trump's hold on US politics, what do you think are the sort of takeaway messages from this about? um congress and maybe party loyalty in the face of something that a lot of people would view as sort of blatantly wrong i think it's um it not only proves that uh the two houses of congress are um uh are not cooperative necessarily because as you as you mentioned earlier that the uh, one in one chose to impeach and one uh, one didn't uh, and therefore he didn't get uh, acquitted he got acquitted both times um but i think it says not only a lot about how much you can get away with as a as a leader um uh if you if you are popular if you have support uh because you know i could sit here and list all the uh uh, controversies of his four-year presidency which there are too many to mention um but people still support him no matter uh, how much he does people still support him and in, in some cases people have said that they they are more supportive now that he's um he's uh, uh, pulled troops out of uh, syria for example when uh, all of his generals said that was a uh, unwise decision and it led to more violence and sending more troops but um I think what it says uh, is quite boldly that it doesn't kind of this. My opinion is that the, the law doesn't matter as long as you're popular and whether they mean it to mean that or not, it feels like that in the case of Donald Trump. I think that's a, a kind of one of the main dangers of um, populism, certainly, is no matter how much of controversial policies or things you might do if you have you know a horde of followers and you can get into office which i think is what we saw through trump really he's got his own sort of personal army that will destroy buildings at his beck and call which is a very worrying thing <laughs> yeah yeah very interesting thank you to both of you for joining me today and thank you for listening <laughs>